This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Apologies for the slight nateness to uh, this morning's show. To be fair, it's like it's like three minutes. It's not Harry Simeon levels of late. Come on, it's not that. <laughs> so, but good morning. Uh, I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, it's just been a very rushed morning. It's going to be a rushed show. I've got a really busy uh, busy, busy day today. So um, there's things to talk about. There's uh, questions to answer. So I'm not going to waste too much time. Uh, good morning to you guys in the chat box. Uh, good morning to Anz. Good morning to Louis. Good morning to Martin. Uh, good morning to Temi, Pini Ween. Good morning to Morgie. Uh, good morning to Steve. Good morning to, uh, who else have we got? Colton, Marcus, Matt uh, from New York. Had a massive game, of course, Arsenal playing tonight, uh, you know, against Manchester United. It's going to be covering the game for football.london. So very much looking forward to watching this this evening. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's, uh, it lives up to the billing and hopefully it gives us what is going to be uh, a fantastic opportunity to see kind of how much we have uh, meshed our new players into the group. But it's, yeah, hopefully going to be a fun one. Right, let's get on with today's story, shall we? We start off with some low news for our youngsters. Uh, Grashik has joined Slough Town on loan. Uh, we wish uh, Grashik the absolute best goalkeeper. Very well appreciated in the youth side. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we see him succeed because there is, you know, some really good thoughts about Grashik. And uh, this is kind of the next step along his career. Hopefully next season he can get even more senior football at a higher level. But uh, yes, Grashik is joining Slough Town on loan. PSG are not interested in signing uh, Nuno Tavares. There were reports that came out yesterday with suggestions that uh, PSG might have an interest in trying to sign uh, Nuno Tavares, but we can confirm that this is not the case. Uh, we read reports that were coming out from France initially, but then further uh, indication from France suggested that no, uh, Nuno Tavares is not going to be becoming a PSG player. I think the initial report came from, um, I think it was Relevo, I think they reported it. But then Fabrice Hawkins, uh, who is obviously a very well-connected journalist at RMC Sport, uh, said that no, it is not the case. And PSG are not interested in trying to sign 
Tavares. Uh, Mikel Arteta did his press conference yesterday, talked about a number of topics, including Thomas Partey's future. He said, on if Thomas Partey and Declan Rice can play together, he was asked that, and he said, yeah, they can play together, and that was in my plans. If you want to improve the squad and have more quality, we need players that can play together, but we need players in the same position that have to fight for their places. It's something that we haven't had over the last few years, and we wanted to improve that. And that's why we bought Declan as well. He was asked if he thinks that Thomas Partey will stay. He said yes. And he was asked if there are any conversations on where his priority is. And Arteta said no. Every time I spoke to him, every time I've had conversation with him, he's wanted to stay with us. So there's nothing there at all, which is a really positive kind of response uh, on the end of, of hearing about Thomas Partey's future. Gives us the biggest indication so far that he expects Arsenal to have him at the start of this season and that Arsenal will go into the new season with both um, Thomas Partey and Declan Rice as options. Hopefully, potentially, we see against Barca. This game might come too soon for Partey and Smith-Rowe. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, against Barcelona on Thursday, maybe we get to see Rice and Partey used together for the first time. That would be quite interesting indeed. Not only that, but uh, Arteta was asked about the potential of new signings. And he says, I don't know. Obviously, there will be movement still. There will be ins and outs. It's still very early. The market seems to be a little quieter in the last week or so. So if we can improve the team, we will try to do so. But we don't get any weaker. So we have to be really cautious of that as well. And I think that maybe alludes to players like Kieran Tierney, like Fuller and Balogun, players that could move on. And if they do, we might see a reaction. And I think this bleeds into the Mohamed Kudus links, for instance. If Balogun leaves, I think Mohamed Kudus would obviously be a natural uh, replacement because you've got a player that can play centre-forward and play in a wide area. And I know that Banagan is not the same player as Kudus. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you lose a forward option, I think bringing Kudus in gives Arsenal plenty of versatility and quality in the forward line, which they would lose if they were to lose Balogun. So let's see how this one plays out. Now, uh, we'll come back to Mikel Arteta's press conference shortly, but De Zerbi, uh, the Brighton manager, has been talking about Moises Caicedo. Of course, Arsenal were linked with Caicedo at the start of the window, and uh, Chelsea have been the team that have been pushing the most. Um, but interestingly, he's kind of gone back on what he said previously. Uh, he was speaking ahead of their, uh, I think they're in the US at the moment for their tour. And he says, I didn't give my word for anything. At the moment, I haven't received news that Caicedo can leave tomorrow or in the next week. Colwell being included in the deal, I would like to play with Colwell and Caicedo. So, you know, he says he spoke to Tony Bloom and he told him if he, if the conditions doesn't change that Caicedo will stay. For me, it could be great news. If Moises leaves, we have to find another player of the same level. Now, at the end of the season, when Arsenal played Brighton, if you remember that, and they beat us 3-0, it was not the best um, kind of <laughs> game for Arsenal at all. I mean, De Zerbi was asked about Caicedo and McAllister, and he said basically he was like, um, kind of resigned to them both leaving. The quotes were, for sure, we will lose some players, maybe Caicedo and McAllister. We have to be ready to bring in more good players and for others, meet him at Estupanan. I think for them, the best solution is to stay with us. I don't know if they are ready to play in the big teams. You have to arrive ready in the heads. We can offer them the possibility to progress and improve. Interesting, those comments. And it seems that there was always this report that Brighton had kind of promised Caicedo that he could move. 
Chelsea are still very much struggling to agree a transfer fee with the Blues um, or the Seagulls, I suppose, over a, a potential move for Caicedo. And I've reported at FL that certainly the door with Arsenal has never fully closed. If there was ever an opportunity and Arsenal had the money and say if a player like Thomas Partey moved on, they might potentially move back in for Caicedo. But it is still very unlikely that Arsenal go back in. But just always one to keep watching this story, one to keep uh, your eyes on. And certainly for those that said that Arsenal are slow in the market and they just need to pay the money, I think it's a great case study in the sense of, you know, look towards this deal and see what the struggles Chelsea are having with it as well. Uh, now, as I said, I would go back to the press conference and I wanted to go back for the press conference for what I think is a really fantastic case study in some of the insight into kind of a press conference situation. As you guys know, I've been in plenty of them myself. And Curtis Shaw, who's a fellow Arsenal YouTuber and content creator, was in the press conference in America yesterday. He asked Arteta, when given the opportunity to ask one question, said, are or would Arsenal sign uh, or whether Arsenal signing Kylian Mbappe is realistic? And Arteta replied, you know that I never talk about players that don't play for our club. When I woke up this morning, I saw Curtis's tweet saying he'd asked Mbappe about, um, about asked Arteta about Mbappe. And I replied saying, did you get a good answer? And then I checked the website to see what the answer was. And I think, you know, when I think this is a great example of when I go to a press conference, I get tweets, DMs constantly saying, because I obviously tweet saying I'm at the presser, blah, 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 blah. I get DM saying, ask about this player, ask about this player, ask about this player. And Arteta will give you the same answer every single time you ask about a specific player. You have to be kind of really shrewd, you know. And when I went to my first ever uh, kind of incident at London Colney, I was talking to Xhaka and Ramsdale. First question I ever asked to Xhaka, got turned down, didn't answer it, you know. And it's a learning thing, like... It's just one of those things. Loads of people in their first time in a press conference, you're never going to ask the best questions. So certainly it's not a criticism of Curtis because I've been there in the first situation where I asked my first question, didn't get an answer to it. And it made me a better person in press conferences after that, you know, asking better questions as well. But I think, you know, specifically on the transfer line of things, Arteta is never going to ask answer questions about specific players. You've got to be kind of a little bit savvy in, in the way in which you ask questions about potential transfers. Um, to get any kind of answer. I remember back in January, I asked Arteta about the idea of, you know, moving for a player that really wants to join you and uh, kind of alluding to the Mudrick situation. And he gave her like a full answer to that question. And that only comes from kind of asking loads and loads and loads of questions building up to that. But yeah, it was a shame, <laughs> you know, getting that opportunity to ask a question and, and getting that answer. But I suppose if the opportunity comes around again, um that the questions will be uh, more savvy. But Curtis, I wish you the best of luck, my friend, in asking a question to Arteta in the future. Um, let's go into the chat box. And uh, I mean, on Mbappe, of course, just quickly, this is kind of a really chaotic situation, you know, really, really chaotic situation right now. He's not been called up to the PSG squad um, regarding, you know, pre-season. He's considered he's up for sale. It will be intriguing to kind of, you know, see what happens with Mbappe we've talked about Mbappe before on the channel and we've said like would we sign Mbappe I'm not sure I think financially it would be a massive massive kind of issue for us so I just can't quite see it happening anyway let's let's wait and see let's go to part two and your questions right after this a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, tickets, as I say, it's still on sale for our events. You can join myself, Harry Simu, FK, Mike and Bailey at the Mild May Club in North London for our live podcast on August Sunday 13th, the day after the first game of the Premier League season. You can still get your tickets. Link is down in the description. Don't miss out. I look forward to seeing plenty of you there. Uh, we've got time for... A few questions this morning. It's as I say, it's going to be a bit of a shorter show uh, than usual. So let's see uh, what we've got to go through. Penny Ween says, "Did you see Messi's debut goal?" Yes, I did. So it was one of the other things. I woke up, saw Curtis's tweet. Underneath that tweet was a video of Messi scoring uh, for Inter Miami. Great drama, great theatre, great everything. And uh, I hope we see more of it. MLS is a league that I have a lot of love for. And I hope it's a league that continues to grow and develop. And uh, not only obviously take some of the best talents in their latter years, but also produce plenty of young talent. And, and Arsenal have benefited from it as well. You know, Matt Turner, Austin Trusty, both coming from the MLS. And we're seeing better players move, I think, from America into Europe. Almeida is going to be one that I think, you know, someone snaps up eventually too. Still young, Argentinian, full international. Lots of talent there. But yeah, things like that certainly bring a lot of attention to the league, which can only be a good thing. Uh, Marcus says, is Mbappe on the panel for our live show? I mean, again, financially, it's just not, Marcus, something I don't think we're going to be able to do. Um, maybe if we'd made the tickets 22 million each, we might have been able to get there. But 22 quid, it's just not going to do it. <laughs> it's just not going to do it. Um, Byron says, Tom, what's your opinion on Marquinhos? Is he good enough? Or does he still need another loan? I had hoped that he would uh, be next to Martinelli, but sadly, he seems not ready to step up yet. I think the Marquinhos, again, is one of those talents that is going to really struggle to get into the Arsenal team. Um, it's always a risk when you sign someone from Brazil for that amount of money. It's a talent. You don't know how they're going to respond and react. You can get all the data, all the metrics, all the scouting you can get, and it doesn't guarantee you that they're going to be you know, a big success. So I think for what he's provided, what he's done so far, you know, we've seen bright sparks, but nothing really more than just bright sparks so far. Um, Blackshine says, Tom, have you heard any news regarding the balance system for tickets? Will they change the way the pricing is just not available to choose from? Uh, I've not, Blackshine. To be honest, because I'm a little bit out of the loop on the ticket balloting system because obviously I'm not uh, in the same position where I'm buying tickets. I'll go through the press room and, and so I'm not, in the same position unfortunately to to experience it but i'd love to hear about people's experiences it's something that i have covered and asked the club about and got responses from the club about ticketing and done articles about kind of the issues around ticketing before so do drop me a dm or a message on instagram to give me some of your thoughts on that because i would love to hear your thoughts on on what some of the issues are and you know i've taken those issues to the club before i'm sure i can take them to the club again to find out some answers in that regard um vegas gunner says hey tom why do you think mbuemo from brentford hasn't been bought as a backup for saka mbuemo i mean how old is mbuemo now 
I mean, he's what, 20, 23 years of age. I think he's going to be very difficult to get out of Brentford because, you know, they've lost Ivan Tony for six months. Buenibo is going to be the next best kind of option in the forward line. What did he get last season in terms of goals? Uh, he managed to get nine goals and eight assists in 38 games, which is a really good return, actually, for Brentford. Uh, maybe he's a player that... Maybe he's like one of those Trossard types of signings that you could see, but not really a player that I've ever thought about. But nine goals and eight assists is, is very good indeed, actually, and maybe an underrated player within the Premier League and maybe on the list of backups. But I've certainly heard nothing about Arsenal and Mbwemo, but uh, not a bad question. Um, let's go to um, Alex's Tom. Are you ready to see our free signing from United? Meaning Alessia Russo. Yes, uh, of course. The Women's World Cup is going to give us a great opportunity to see what uh, Russo can do uh, playing with some Arsenal teammates, of course, as well, and against some Arsenal players also. So let's wait and see. Uh, it's one of the most exciting uh, signings in Arsenal women history, actually. Um, and Arsenal tried to sign, you know, Alessia in January. It didn't happen, even though they put in a world record bid. I think it was around £500,000. Couldn't get it done. Maybe that could have been a difference in the Champions League or in the Premier League, in the uh, WSL, sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what Alessia Russo brings to the team next season. Um, Dan says, Tom, what are your thoughts on the links to Sam Abisanya? Uh, he's, he's a very humble lad. You know, I really hope that if Arsenal are going in for someone like Sam Abisanya, you know, they've got yeah, he's the, the type of player that's got the principles, I think, uh, that would fit into a Mikel Arteta style. And uh, some, you know, knows his cooking as well. Uh, I'd love to try some of his food in his restaurant. Um, Abuza says, Tom, I see West Ham are still complaining about the rice transfer time. Don't they know how long it takes to kiss 105 million away? Um, you know, I don't really care about West Ham anymore. They're just irrelevant to me at this point. Um, they mugged us off. They tried to mug us off, I should say. Uh, the fans have tried to create some sign of some kind of rivalry that just does not exist, you know, between us. And, uh, you know, I'm very happy we got their player. And if they want to moan about the fact they've got a lot of money and that clubs are charging them a lot of money to, to now buy their players, sorry, that's just the way that it goes. Um, let's go to Kenny says, have you changed your mind about the away kit? Kenny, you, I feel like you're going to ask me this every show. No, is the answer. I'm still, I still don't like it. And I think I'm going to like it, you know. Um, Parv says, Tom, what would you have asked Arteta if you wanted to know about Mbappe from him in the press conference? Good question. I think that maybe, obviously, I don't think you'd name the player. That's probably what the route I would have gone down. I would have said something like, um, you spent £105 million on Declan Rice this summer. Do you feel like Arsenal is moving in the direction to spending figures upwards of £150 million to £200 million for some of the biggest names in the world? I may have gone down that kind of route using the the way in which Arsenal spent a record fee and have moved into those triple million pound figures. I suppose that might, just off the top of my head, you know, that might be the route. If I had more time to prepare the question, it'll be better. But I think I would have gone down that type of route uh, for a question regarding Mbappe. You just can't name the guy. You just need to kind of allude to what you want to talk about without actually talking. It's really tough. You know, it's tough. Um, very tough indeed. Um Let's go to um, Fouad says, uh, where's the question? I saw this. Uh, not Arsenal related, but I saw Oppenheimer yesterday. Really, really good. Just prepare for a stress-induced three hours. Well, I'm I'm prepared because I'm going to go and see it tomorrow. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm all into that type of stuff. You know, radiation, atom bombs, uranium. It's a weird thing, you know. Uh, it's always been a... 
it's been an absolute dream of mine to one day go visit Chernobyl, which sadly I don't think is going to be, you know, they do tours around the old uh, nuclear reactor and stuff, safe tours in the safest parts. And I might go when I'm older, <laughs> you know, <laughs> save, save the children and all that because, uh, you know, it might have a bad effect on the body. But uh, it's a place and sort of that sort of thing is really stuff I'm interested in. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the film. But I don't think I'm going to be going to, sadly, Chernobyl anytime soon. Um, let's go to uh, J-Man says, Hey, Tom, do you think ESR will get many minutes this season or have we strengthened our midfield in a way that he won't be needed unless we have an injury? No, I think he's absolutely um, going to be needed. I think that he will get more minutes than he got last season. I think he's going to get opportunities. And I look forward to seeing... Um, I look forward to seeing what he brings to the table. I think the way in which we've used Trossard and Havertz in that left 8-10 role, I think that's going to give us rotation. I think he can play on the left. I think he can play in substitution rotation with Erdegaard. He plays in three roles for us. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, Mark says, go Margate instead, Tom. That has a bad effect on the body. <laughs> harsh, harsh on Margate. There's a few nice things in Margate. There's a couple of restaurants there that are quite nice. Anyway, we're going to wrap the sharp there before we start slagging off coastal towns in, in Kent anyway thank you everyone for tuning in it is very much appreciated I look forward to speaking with you on the next one which will probably be tomorrow morning if not this evening I might be putting together a show tonight we'll have to wait and see um, have a fantastic day enjoy yourselves as always stay safe stay well and as always up the Arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.